You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, at Podmania, YouTube, and Instagram, at The Real Podmania. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at www.podmania.weebly.com. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania Podcast. I am your host, Rob Goodwin. I am joined once again, and as always, by Garth. How are you, my friend? Hello, hello. Yeah, good, yeah. Fallout from Bound for Glory. Yeah, we've got a lot of fallout to talk about. Some new angles to be sort of discussed, some feuds put to bed, which I think is for the best. And we're now looking ahead, I suppose, to Homecoming which is in January, so it's a long time to wait for our next instalment of an Impact pay-per-view. But before we start with Impact, I think it's only right that we start with some news that came out of WWE this week, um, yeah. which is awful, quite frankly. Um, for those who don't know, Roman Reigns came out in front of the Raw crowd on Monday and said that he's battling leukemia, and he has had to relinquish the Universal Championship, which... It was a very, very hard watch. Yeah. Very hard watch. And whether you liked him, whether you hated him, whether you booed him, whether you cheered him, we've never had a problem with him on the podcast. We just think he's horrendously misused. But, you know, no man deserves this at all. And we can only hope that he beats it like he beat it last time. But it was a shock, I think, wasn't it, Garth? Massive. I mean... Just reading it this morning, I honestly thought it was someone doing a wind-up. Um, yeah, and if it had been, it would have been extremely tasteless. Yeah, and I, te- I checked a couple of sites and they all sort of report the same. I was like, holy shit, that's... Of all the people, I mean, obviously, you wouldn't want anyone to get it, but you just think of all the people, that shit, like, look. And obviously it comes out from this that he battled it and that's what ended his NFL career, so it's just it's like a double whammy. It's um, horrible. It really and, is. And, and, I mean, the the crowd, obviously, when he came out and booed him because they just thought this was a normal segment. Yeah. The crowd so turned. And fair play because, you know, some dickhead there probably would have still been shouting, what? Yeah. But and um, hopefully he got slapped. No. But, um, and coming out of this as well, and, like, I mean, it's, it's hard to get upset when it comes to wrestling now. Because you've seen and done everything, but that generally, generally did upset us. Yeah. Because um, you just think that oh, the shit that he's battled through and the shit that he gets on a nightly basis from the fans, and he comes out and still does this thing. And he even said, like, "Any reaction? Thank you. It's it's yeah. that's what he wants." And that promo was excellent, and you could tell it wasn't scripted. I think the thing that was so unnerving was the fact that when he announced what he got. It was silent. It went from, you know, your typical during a promo buzz to just, it was silent. You could hear a pin so drop it, and it was so like unnerving. If, it was like as if sort of people were saying, did you hear that? What, what did, did you hear that right? Sort of whispering and then, yeah. and it showed you like the kids just gutted. Mortified. I mean, um, obviously, it, it, go on. It was when um, he mentioned sort of, obviously like, when his football career was finished and nobody would take him on. He said Team WWE took him on and no one has history. 
and like really sort of hit us for some reason. And that then when he went up the ramp, and you saw Dean Ambrose and Seth, Seth come out and Seth blaring his eyes out. Shit, uh, shed a couple of tears. Yeah, it was it was horrible. And you know when they stood on the the ramp and you've got all three of them doing the shield pose. Seth's gone to pieces. Seth yeah. Seth isn't even trying to hide it. And Dean, because of his angle later on in the show, is trying desperately not to look upset. But he's you can just tell he's gutted. And Roman, for for how hard that must have been to go out in front of that crowd and tell people, yeah, he said it, it isn't a retirement speech, but we aren't going to see him in a ring for 12 oh, wow. months at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. You know, and... I mean, he's- He's gonna get. He's gonna get sick. He's gonna to have to have the therapy. He's gonna lose. I mean, he's gonna lose his size. So it's coming back from that. And hopefully, and I do genuinely mean this. I really, really hope he does, and I hope he gets the championship yeah. again. Hope because you're right. His, his the time. I mean, it's never a good time to obviously get anything like that. It's horrible. But he just started to get over mm-hmm. again. You know, he got himself over. You know, having good matches and just being relentless, and now this has happened. It's just, it's awful for him. And obviously, you know, our thoughts, prayers, and all our good, just everything we can possibly throw, obviously goes yeah. to Roman and his family because hell knows that they need it right now. I think the only thing that could come good of this is if he does beat it. That pop he gets when he comes back is going to be the biggest pop. That pop is going to be astronomical, and he deserves it's... every fucking second of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, horrible, horrible news coming out of the wrestling world this morning, and it's nice to see the entire wrestling community coming together and wishing this man the best. You know, even yeah. other companies. I thought it was a classy touch what New Japan did on Twitter, saying a champion. You know, stuff like this transcends wrestling. You know, we wish nothing but the best for Roman Reigns, and you know, I thought that was a nice touch. They obviously didn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, excellent stuff. And just genuinely the outpouring of love towards Roman Reigns is has been has been sort of beautiful. Kudos to WWE for letting them go out and do it. Because they could have yeah. easily just released a a statement on the website or something like that. Um so yeah, like so hats off for them for letting them go out and absolutely completely pulling the curtain back. Yeah, absolutely. Give, it was give, when give he us said his sorry. name when he gave us that's exactly what I was going to say I've been performing for years under the name Roman Reigns but my name is Joe it was at that point that it was like oh shit and that was when people started to go hang on here hang on what's happening here Mm -hmm. it was it was horrible but obviously you know again we wish nothing but the best for Roman his family they need everyone's prayers everyone's thoughts and hopefully comes out of this bigger stronger better and again when he comes back that pop is going to be Triple H at Madison Square Garden <laughs> level of enormous, bigger yeah. even, and so it should be. Um, hashtag thank you, Roman, I think is fair to say. But we'll talk about something a little more light-hearted. We start with the post-bound for glory fallout of Impact. Garth, what do you think of this show? Um, It was all right. I mean, it... The best part of it was the progression of the stories and the setting up of a couple of matches, um, mainly sort of championship matches. But it was quite sort of like the, <clears throat> the like the championship, the the world heavyweight championship match. Yeah. Set up for next week is sort of mouth watering. Oh, absolutely. Um, the 
I mean the when they set up the X Division title match for this week. Yep. Straight away I was like, yeah, I'm in on that, definitely. <laughs> um didn't disappoint. No, absolutely not. Absolutely um, cracking match. And yeah, it was just it was just a, a decent show. A couple of pacing problems, but I think that's just impact. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've got they've got time to fill and not as much talent as you think they might. They to seem to have they seem to find it difficult to find that balance between having too much to put in a short show and not having enough to put mm. in a short show. They don't seem to quite find that um that balance. I thought I yeah. you know, I think exactly the same. I thought that the progression of storylines was good. Obviously we're moving on from Bound for Glory. Um and, you know, we're getting more matches and the talent that were in the matches this week all seem to have relevant storylines, which is excellent. The promos backstage seem to make sense. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a solid match. Nothing outstanding. Nothing that made me think, this is a fucking excellent episode of Impact. But it was solid. It did its job. We started with the new world champion, Johnny Impact. He comes out in front of the New York faithful and does what can only be described as a stereotypical babyface promo. Yeah, I've got um, typical cookie-cutter promo. <laughs> typical um, cookie-cutter promo. <laughs> yeah. Good note-taking, Garth. I like it. Yeah, I mean, he had a couple of digs at Aries, obviously. Um, Not as many as I thought he would, though. I just thought you when he said Aries is a, is a world class athlete, but he's a world class asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was that. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, but I mean that completely, notably surprised with who came out to sort of take the challenge. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So basically, we have Johnny Impact talking about how he is a fighting champion. You know, he's always been the person that's done. The uncool thing when he was younger, wrestling wasn't cool. He said break dancing wasn't cool, parkour wasn't cool. Um, but he didn't care. People tell him not to do things, but he does it anyway because that's what he wants to do. You know, he gives the example of his, you know, his film, which apparently is on Netflix. Didn't know that, and I'm not going to watch it. But you know, <laughs> he said, you know, paying to make a movie out of my own money was stupid. It absolutely was. But he did it, and yeah. you know. Though I've never really rated John Morrison or, you know, whatever his five billion last names are, I've never really rated him on the microphone. I thought this was okay. It did its job. The crowd seemed to warm to him. They seemed to, you know, there wasn't any what chance or, you know, there wasn't any this is boring or anything like that. They seemed crowd, engaged. Crowd were good. The crowd were into it all Crowd all fantastic night. all night. Yeah, absolutely. But to interrupt the end of this promo, you're absolutely right. We had a little surprise in Phoenix. Now, this means two things for me. One, this, I assume, means the end of Phoenix and Pentagon taking on OVE. Yeah. Um, Which is fabulous. Um, And Phoenix being catapulted to the top of the card, where he definitely deserves to be. Rocket's fucked completely. Absolutely. (laughs) What I quite like here is they reference the fact that Phoenix was a part of um, Johnny Impact's wedding. Yeah. So they referenced the fact that they were friends. They didn't try and skate over that. And basically, Phoenix said, congratulations for winning. Um, you say you're a fighting champion. I want a shot at it next week. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Impact goes, it was quite funny because he said, well, you've come out at quite a good time because I've literally just said I will fight any time. So... <laughs> 
if I say no, I'm a liar. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They remain friends, they shake hands, and next week's main event is going to be for the World Championship, Johnny Impact taking on Phoenix. Should be a fantastic match, Garth. Yeah, yeah, really looking forward to it. Anything with Phoenix, and I think it, I think it'll just blend perfectly with Johnny Impact, especially considering sort of the stuff he's done in the past with Lucha Underground. Yeah, absolutely. I think Johnny Impact, when he's motivated, taking on Phoenix will be an absolutely outstanding match. The two, yeah. like you say, will gel really well, and it's just a shame that Phoenix will have to lose. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, there is abs- I mean, give it a percentage. What are Phoenix's chances going into next week? Maybe it's 5%, and that's maybe as if Johnny Impact gets injured. I was going 8, <laughs> and that was if Johnny Impact's elbow, if his, if his elbow <laughs> uh, plays up. But yeah, there's absolutely no way that Phoenix is taking this. But a great match, a mouth-watering prospect should be excellent. Um, especially as, you know, Impact have moved to a new time slot that they may have yeah. mentioned once. <laughs> um, next, we have Tommy Dreamer, and he is interviewed and said basically that he is an absolute psycho and he wants to beat Moose up. I, I thought that, it was really good. It was. Tommy Dreamer was intense, intense drunk Tommy Dreamer, which is absolutely 100% the best Tommy Dreamer. You know, not the watered down. He was... He was Three fucks short of an outstanding promo. Yeah. He was just so intense and got the message across. Tommy Dreamer wants to beat the living piss out of Moose. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Perfect. We then cut. I'm going to let you explain this one, Garth, because <laughs> you sent a picture to the Podmania WhatsApp group today of what happened next. <laughs> so give us a rundown, Garth. What happened? Well, I mean. <laughs> Moose and Killer Cross are just walking down the street. A random street. Yeah, so they randomly get stopped and interviewed. Yep. Mackenzie, <laughs> and Mackenzie's there for some reason, yeah. Um, and it's just like, <laughs> it just turns on ultimate sleaze mode, oh. Moose. And he just, I mean, I, I've even wrote it down, it just says, uh, you look stunning like I do in my custom handmade <laughs> Shaolin monk suit. <laughs> He looks, and I use this word on the Bound for Glory review, he looked resplendent. <laughs> he looked fantastic. Um, he's about to accept Tommy Dreamer's challenge when Killer Cross stops him and gives one of his intense promos. And my favourite bit of this promo was where he called Tommy Dreamer Thomas. Yeah. Which he's just, been doing that a lot. It's good, isn't it? I just I love it. Thomas. Are you confident? I just look. It's just so much channeling is is in a Jake Roberts. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just a shame he doesn't really follow it up in the ring. Yeah, for me, that's... anyway. But yeah. his promo, fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. can't can't fault him at all. So that set up a match later on in the night. Tommy Dreamer or Thomas Dreamer <laughs> taking on um, Color Cross. With presumably yeah. Moose with him. <laughs> I was happy with this because obviously with Austin Aries being absent from Impact, we don't know how long he's going to be absent for. Mm. Um I wouldn't put it past Impact to have him interfere in the main event next week. Um 
I was I was worried about the direction of Moose and Killer Cross, which is why in the predictions yeah. I said that I thought Austin Aries would retain. Um, the fact that they are still having them together and the fact that they still seem to have chemistry and they've still got storylines to go into, that makes me happy. Yeah. We're not just dropping the ball. They're perfect together like this, just accompanying each other in their matches. Yeah, it just works. It just works, which is fantastic. We then have a knockout division match between Katarina, no murder clown in sight, taking (laughs) on Taya Valkyrie. Um... What do you think of this match? I mean, it was it was all right. It was just a it was just a chance to sort of showcase Tyre again, wasn't it? Yeah, um, absolutely. But, I mean, to be fair, like Katarina sort of got a lot of the early match. Yeah, um, she was. I mean, sometimes you forget that she actually can wrestle. Yeah, she's been embroiled she's... in this terrible sort of back and forth with Grado and Joe Hendry. So it didn't. Who didn't make an appearance at all. Who didn't make an appearance at all, no. Um, and I think that sometimes overshadows the fact that, yeah, like you say, she is an absolutely fantastic wrestler. I mean, she yeah. hit that slingshot DDT, which was brilliant. Yeah. Um, the jawbreaker. Um, and in fact, I thought Taya Valkyrie's victory came a little bit out of nowhere. Yeah, it did, definitely. Um, I'm, still, I'm, still not, I'm still not sure if she's fully sort of up to speed or she- like if she's had time out or something, but she still looks a bit off the pace. I don't know what it is. It did look quite slow and quite clunky again. Yeah. Um, less so than her Bound for Glory match, I thought. But mm. this was just a short stock. You know, I am Tay Valkyrie. Don't forget, this is what I can do. And again, I think you're right. I think we will be building towards another match between Taya and Tessa. Um. But yeah, it was it was an okay match. Um, we then got an in-ring interview by Mackenzie, who is fucking everywhere tonight. Um, <laughs> Taya talks about the controversial finish at Bound for Glory. Now, I didn't really pick it up as a controversial finish. Basically, what they were referencing was um, Taya Valkyrie was dragging Tessa Blanchard back into the ring, and Tessa Blanchard was pulling up the ring apron as she was coming in. So the referee went to sort that out, and as he did that, Taya hit the uh, road to Valhalla and pinned Tessa, but the ref was out of position. When he finally got in position, uh, Tessa was able to kick out. I don't think that's controversial, to be perfectly honest, because for me, the referee didn't have to do that. It certainly yeah. wasn't Tessa's fault, really. Um... But and she should have been able to capitalise on it, really. So. She should, absolutely. You know, she's just hit the road to Valhalla. Pick her up, hit another one. Yeah. Um, but she says that she still thinks Tessa is a fantastic athlete, a really good wrestler, but she's lost the, her respect as a champion, which is harsh. Um, I'm, I'm sure she won't lose any sleep over it. No, I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, Tessa Blanchard, also conspicuous by her absence on this show. Yeah. Um, we then cut backstage to Matt Seidel and Ethan Page, who are both meditating. <laughs> very, very happy considering they would they took the loss at Bound for Glory. Yeah. Uh thought they were unnervingly happy. Um Ethan Page says he's going to take on Trevor Lee tonight and he is going to make him suffer. Um which 
okay, we're getting Ethan Page versus Trevor Lee. Absolutely fine. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> um, we then, oh, for fucking hell's sake. We then ah. got Rohit Raju, the one remaining member of the Desi Hit Squad, because obviously I assume the Desi Hit Squad is not a thing anymore. Although I have got a theory. I have got a theory moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Rohit Raju is looking out, almost contemplating life. Uh, looking out over the river when Garmasing attacks with his trusty broom. Where he keeps finding these fucking brooms from? Snaps it in half on him. Literally goes to town on him and says that he's passed one test and now he must pass another test, which means that Rohit Raju next week, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting Rohit Raju taking on Garmasing. <laughs> now I don't know about you, Garth, but when you when I heard the news. I pop big. I was I thinking I was I thinking smile. the Podmania end of year awards, thinking match of the year. One hundred percent match of the year. This is this is pure bollocks. Absolutely pure bollocks. I just laughed, I was like, right, okay. I mean nobody gives a shit about this feud. Nobody no. gives a shit about this storyline. It's so unfortunate. But my theory is that Rot Raju will Take on Garma Singh next week. Um, the other bloke will come back. I can't even remember his name. Singh uh, yep. will come back, attack Garma Singh, and they will go off as babyface tag team, having yep. got rid of the oppressor Garma Singh. That's what I assume will happen. That's exactly, exactly my theory as well. Um, it's uh, just, just let them wrestle. If they're good wrestlers, they'll get over. Yep. But at the moment. There isn't anything. There's no heat. There's no babyface reaction. There's nothing at the moment because the storyline just lacks anything at all. Anything at all. And it's a shame. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> we then get Ethan Page taking on Trevor Lee, the 